Uh, oh, hi, Mr. Mayor of Music. Hey, can you come over here real quick? Why, hello, Javier. Yeah, yeah, just, just over this way into this room, please. Of course. Yeah, excellent. Are you playing me some music today? Oh, we'll play you some music, Mr. Mayor. Don't you worry Sweet about that. Sweet music! Oh, he dead. Is there a place where we can bury somebody in the bunker? I know there used to be. Hey, guys. Oh. Chris, we need, we need help. Oh, good. I hated that asshole. Yeah. Theme song. The universe, the nerd fight battle royal. This is the <laughs> that is showing up, so I'm gonna have to recut this. <laughs> oh, fun! Nunchucks show up on, on the sound. <laughs> That's some real ass foley work. <laughs> it's not foley work, they're real nunchucks. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, effect, it's effect work, and I wouldn't. And one, they're not real nunchucks, they're. They're practice nunchucks, and two, I don't want to know what ass nunchucks are. They'd still hurt. (laughs) Are they nunchucks made out of asses? Two asses on a chain? Is that what ass nunchucks? Oh. Oh, they just, they go up? Okay. Ben, just to illustrate for the listening audience, Ben was doing some sort of, like, shocker orientation. With the nunchucks? Yeah. While also making the appropriate sound effect. Lovely. Well, now that we get to edit all this out. <laughs> no, it's for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> One day, YouTube. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Draft the Universe, the Nerdfight Battle Royal. This is the podcast where we picked a topic. Last week, we picked our favorites, and this week, we will fight to the death, or maybe just for bragging rights. I'm Trafair. I'm Chris. And I'm ready to fight to the death. I'm Nunchuck Ben. Or maybe just for bragging rights. Do Nunchuck you, Ben! Do you really? Ben... I think this is admissible in a court. (laughs) There's no law in the bunker anymore. We just killed the mayor. You killed the mayor, Ben. You killed the mayor. But he did not nunchuck the deputy. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I nunchucked the mayor, but I didn't nunchuck the deputy. (laughs) And honestly, I thought it was an accident until you owned it so hard. (laughs) <laughs> you, you're right there. I'm so glad I never throw the, threw those away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, many many years ago, ten year old Ben sitting outside his Taekwondo class goes, "One day I'll need these nunchucks <laughs> yep. to murder a weird weird dude." <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> No, okay. let's let's just no, no, let's, let's let... give it another twenty seconds of silence. <laughs> yeah, just let Ben laugh it out. Just, Sorry, just stare at him awkwardly. No, just a moment, a moment of silence for, for the mayor of music. music, for the fallen mayor of music. Speaking of which, I think technically now there's going to be an election. <laughs> I don't know if maybe the the uh, the vice mayor steps up to become the mayor of music and until a interim election can happen. Well, no, we have to bring together all of the... Uh, the electorate. The, the city council. <laughs> oh, no. 
and uh, they will they will make an emergency manager for the city of Musicsville. Listen, we can worry about all this. It's clearly stated in the bylaws. (laughs) Is it? Is it clearly stated in the bylaws? I don't think it is. And frankly, Jafer, I'm a little upset by your insistence that we move on to other things. We are in the middle of a constitutional crisis right now. We need to resolve this or the town of music may never have a mayor again. Frankly, I think that we should dedicate the rest of this episode to this. Article 1, draft a new constitution for the town of Musicsville. Oh, okay, so we'll do that next week. We'll we'll draft a new constitution. This is the Uh, worst pivot in podcast history. (laughs) We go go from drafting and talking about stuff to just an ARG about a fake town. (laughs) Not even an ARG, just an AR. There's no game. We just talk about it. Oh, no. I'm going to intentionally try to come into second now so that we can draft a constitution next week. (laughs) It's going to be great. I've already drafted too many constitutions. I don't want to talk about it. But what I do want to talk about is the first round of this debate, which is Ben versus Jaffer. All right. Chris, reach into that uh, flamboyant Lil Nas X cowboy hat and pull out our topic. Yeehaw. Guy has some sweet hats. That Say what does. you will about his music, like it or hate it, cool cowboy hats. He wrote a song called Panini, so he's good in my book. Panini? Yeah. Sweet. Like, about paninis? Honestly, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we should check genius on that one. <laughs> All right. All right, go ahead and lock it in, Ben. Uh, well got two songs about going or three songs about going that's a weird little thing i did not realize i did uh but i'm gonna start with go by public service broadcasting go all right and i'll uh i'll counter with make me feel by janelle monet all righty this is kind of funny um what is the better karaoke song? Ooh. <laughs> After I gave Jafar so much crap in advance of judging this one. 2.33 over 7 chance, Chris. Could have been any one of us. Wait, 2.33 over 7? Yeah. Does that mean that one of us lost a limb or something? No, it's just one of us judges an extra time and we don't know at the start of the draft who it's going to be. Uh, is that so how, we each is that two how, of us judge two times, one of us judges three times out of the seven rounds in the game. Oh no! So I guess it would be like there are two full copies of me and one extra leg just lying lying around. It'd be a bit more than a leg, Chris. Your legs are actually quite a bit of your body mass comparatively. Like they're very heavy. Most yeah. people don't realize that until you get a, a leg off of the human body and try and carry it around, just exactly how heavy it is. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not an insignificant portion. But it's definitely closer to a quarter than a third. I actually think uh, there's no there's no point in rehashing all of these things Look, that we are now there intimately. There are so many ways to cover, carve up a person that get you about a third. Let's yeah. move on. And we were going to do a good job of it, Ben, until you decided to machete it. It's just it got the job done. 
and my sawzall ran out of battery. That's your fault. Yeah. It, 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 and I didn't, you didn't, I didn't buy, think ahead. And you didn't buy the right kind of plastic tubs to dissolve the body in. So been watching Breaking Bad on our vacation, have we? It's it's a good source of information for if you're gonna try. Let and me know if you make it. Try and dissolve a former season? mayor. <laughs> this time, I've Ben, got, I've gotten to the fourth season. I've just never gotten past the fourth season. I have never gotten through the first season. That's what I was thinking. All right, I got like three episodes in. So go karaoke song, Ben. So your first reaction might be go. That is a really bad karaoke song. It's all samples. And it's samples from people in uh, Capcom, you know, listening and talking as Apollo 11 is landing. You know, there's not even really like, you know, sung lyrics. What are you going to do? Well, I think that gives you a lot of freedom (laughs) because. Are you going to do like a uh, Dark Side of the Moon style uh, improvisatory gospel solo? What I'm going to be doing is uh, wandering around the bar just with the microphone going retro and po- put the mic in somebody's face so they go, go, Fido, go, guidance, go, control, go, <laughs> make it a whole uh, bar experience because it doesn't matter if they can sing or not. All you have to do is say go. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. you know, so Jinsi, go. Ecom, go. Surgeon, go. And just make it so that everybody is involved. Everybody's having a good time. And nobody. Okay, go. Now here we go again. Now here it goes again. <laughs> Different band. And we're on treadmills. Yeah, I'm here for it. I, I really should have picked an OK Go song. They're just so fun. They are fun. Yeah. But that is, that is why I think uh, Go by. Uh, public service broadcasting would be a really fun uh, karaoke song because I can bring everyone into it. Mm, yeah. I mean, would Make Me Feel be an excellent karaoke song? My, my immediate answer is, baby, don't make me spell it out for you. <laughs> That's a lyric from the song. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I mean, when you look to uh, a karaoke song, and what makes a song a true karaoke banger, because that's separate than a song being really good itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you need a handful of things. You need a powerful rhythm that any drunk person can follow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you need someone who can sing um, with force, but also kind of take it back a little bit, too. You don't want to just be, have someone screaming the entire time. No one wants that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'm saying there, uh, you need to be powerful with a little bit of tender. Um, that's also a lyric from the song. I know. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, you want it to be an emotional, sexual bender. I mean, on stage though, you know, we're going to keep it PG-13. That's also a lyric from the song. It's also a lyric from the song. Um, it might mess you up. Yeah, but no one does it better and there's nothing better. And that's just the way make me feel makes me feel about it being a karaoke song. (laughs) Well, this is a tough one. 
on one hand, really love to hear somebody screw up that high falsetto. <laughs> um, that's just the way you make me feel. Okay, putting a pin in this. You make your judgment, and then I've got a karaoke story I need to tell. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I'm going to give this one to Ben because I can't get out of my mind the image of Ben in some sort of like tinfoil and magic marker spacesuit <laughs> taking over a bar and making people say go to the song that nobody knows. <laughs> and that feels very karaoke to me. <laughs> um, Can I still wear my cape? Absolutely. All right. Who says that you can't wear capes in space? Yeah. So, fun karaoke so- story. Uh, went out with a bunch of my improv friends in college. And my uh, friend Evan decided to do an ACDC song. But he did not have the ACDC voice. Mm-hmm. He's much more in that falsetto uh that you were just doing and as soon as he got done the uh the karaoke dj just goes well that's like if prince did a cover of an acdc song and it was bad (laughs) (laughs) and evan did not go back up that night (laughs) that's fantastic but i just loved that the i i don't go to places where the karaoke dj commonly insults people i i most, feel that most karaoke djs are like bad they're just not good well, well but it's I, literally I like djing it... where you don't have to pick the songs it's the one part about being a dj that you're in charge of and you don't have to do it but like, i also feel like they're trying to get people up and singing and being mean to people like hurts that and so i was just so well, shocked by it there's a fine i think line to i think you know um uh, what is it uh mike's last resort or something the restaurant where everyone's mean to you yeah i think i know what you're talking karaoke about. there might be a lot of fun everyone knows what they're getting into yeah if you knew no going into it it's just going up there and singing your fun acdc song and then having the guy insult you <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's the line in between an audience booing somebody on stage and laughing at slash with somebody on stage. You want to be on the laughing side of that one, which yeah. means like as a DJ at karaoke, if you're telling like jokes, if you're like kind of keeping the mood up and like emphasizing, because like karaoke is a very um, humbling experience. It's supposed to be at least the people yeah. who are actually good at singing, like have career singing yeah so like like almost nobody who's gonna go to karaoke is really good at singing and and if they are it's like cool it's like a nice little like up note but by and large it's mostly just really bad singing right Mm -hmm. and if we can all just enjoy it together then i feel like everybody has a good time i feel like this is why the purest form of karaoke is korean style where it's just you and your friend group in a room yeah I, I think that the purest form of karaoke is uh, singing at the top of your lungs on a road trip. Yeah, I guess that counts. Yeah. That is one of my one of my wife's favorite things, Glorianne, our, our new commissioner. She loves seeing people jamming out in their cars. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what they're listening to. You don't know um, if they're any good at singing. But you can tell that they're, they're just, like, belting it out while air drumming and... <laughs> 
I do wish, though, that she would stop putting spy cams in everybody's cars. That's she just really wants to see you jamming out to, to songs, Chris. She just doesn't want to miss the moment, Chris. I guess it's... It's only weird if you let it be weird. Mm, I think... I think that when it comes... It's only weird if you let it be weird. When it comes to surveillance, I think it's always weird. (laughs) And with that, we go on to our next (laughs) round. Jafar versus Chris. Nice segue. All right. Such a good segue. Jafar, make your pick. I will go ahead and take Los Angeles by St. Vincent. Um, I'm going to take... Futuro by Cafe Tacuba. All right. What song has the best lyric to use as an epitaph? I <laughs> uh, should have taken my shot. Did I tell you guys while you're thinking about this and looking at lyrics? Did I tell you guys about the weird dream I had? No. So I was talking to somebody in one in my class about uh board games mm-hmm. and he told me about uh there's a game called war for the ring which is uh kind of like axis and allies level complicated but it's lord of the rings mm-hmm. and after we talked about it i had a dream where i was commanding the forces of uh gondor and rohan fighting off the forces of darkness <laughs> and then as i won i was told hey great thank you for commanding everybody we need you to finish all of your onboarding paperwork. And I had to spend like the next 40 minutes just <laughs> signing stuff <laughs> and figuring out what my Middle Earth uh, like life insurance policy and health was. <laughs> and I was just like, this is such a stupid mundane dream. What is going, can I go back to like fighting orcs? And like, no, you got to finish your paperwork. I'm still, I'm still very jealous of that dream. Um, I don't know if I've said it on pod, but um, I very rarely remember my dreams. It's how I'm told it works. I'm told I'm dream- I dream every night, but I remember maybe three or four dreams a year, typically at most, yeah. and they're always incredibly mundane. Like <laughs> I will dream that I go to work, work my day, get home, and then wake up, and then go to work. I had a dream. It must have been like two years ago or so now, where it was, uh, I was going back to college. And I was just going through my week of it was just like dream walking to English class, class happened, dream walking to math class, and just like the cycle kept repeating, except about five cycles in, I realized after cycle two, I stopped going to math class (laughs) and realized I'd been forgetting it and woke up like, oh no, I'm fucked. I haven't been to math class in like two months. And then it's like, wait a minute, I'm 30 I, I, yeah. I'm not missing math class. <laughs> so I have this like vivid, vivid memory of um, missing my college math class so frequently <laughs> that I didn't know where the room was. And like, I'd have <laughs> these, like, these weird panicked like, oh shit, I haven't been there in so long that I don't even know how to get to this class. And I don't know where... I didn't take math in college. <laughs> I tested, Are you sure? I tested out of having to take math ever again. That was the whole point of my AP Calc, was that I never had to take, I literally never had to take math again. I didn't have a single math course in college. 
But this still haunts me to this day. <laughs> this feeling that I fucked up so colossally. <laughs> I don't. I never went. I I can't remember where the class was that I didn't go to because I never went there. All right, guys. So epitaph. Epitaph. Um. So an epitaph is an attempt to, in one line, provide context to a life, mm-hmm. um, which is impossible uh, for the most part. So uh, I'm going to frame the setting a little bit here before I read my epitaph, and I'm changing the tense just so it's said if that affects anything, uh, just to be past tense given it's an epitaph. Um, so I see um, a tragedy. Um, I see a uh, tombstone for two with one name on it with a short lifespan. Um, Something unexpected happened. And uh, the epitaph is, I tried to write you a love song, but it came out a lament. Fuck. That's... What? Our podcast is not this sad. It can be. Wait, Jafar? <laughs> oh, no. Is podcast haunted? It might be. I like how my I've been sick voice is just my it might be voice. <laughs> and I just, I just can't get out of it now. <laughs> All right, Chris. What's your epitaph? <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Jafar just used up all of the bandwidth for this. <clears throat> um, it's a sad criteria. You al final, no importa. Es algo que Dios ya decidió. La muerta dijo sí. In the end, it doesn't matter. It's something that God has already decided. Death said yes. Damn, you guys. Right? Epitaphs can be like life-affirming and... Yeah, we both did not pick life-affirming songs. (laughs) No, no. I didn't even know what, what this song was about until I Googled what the lyrics meant in English. It's really fucking sad. I knew mine was a sad song when I picked it, but yeah. Okay. It's a sad song for a sad criteria, so. Um I mean I could have I could have gone with hoy, 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 which just means today, 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 today. That's about as happy as the song gets. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, Whew. All right. Um, I guess, yeah, when I wrote that criteria, I was thinking along the lines of, like, my songs, where it was like, gonna ride till I can't no more, Ben. Or, I've got my ticket for the long way round, Ben. (laughs) Yeah, I Uh, mean... There's nothing, the the most positive line in my song is, how can anybody have you and lose you and not lose their minds too? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's a sad song. It's a yes, really it good is. song, but it's a sad song. I know you like St. Vincent a lot more than I do. I'm not going to hold that against you in this criteria. Uh, I'm just going to hold it against both of you that, like, you bummed me the hell out. Um <laughs> We didn't know what the criteria was. It's true. When we picked, <laughs> uh, whew, this is, this if is I would have known, I would have gone with just, my shot from Hamilton. <laughs> just to visualize, 
Um, both Jafar and I shrugged. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> That's how the podcast works. <laughs> well, uh, one of you will be getting the point, and the other one's epitaph goes on the grave for the mayor of music. So uh, <laughs> Jafar gets the point. <laughs> oh. So so the mayor of music's epitaph reads, death said yes? Yep. Cool. <laughs> I'm okay with this, yeah. <laughs> All right. The next match is Chris versus Ben. Oh. Okay. I'm going to go with crash into me. All right. By Julia Noons and Scary Pockets. And I'm going with Cups by Anna Kendrick. Oh, no. Ben. What? (laughs) Well, before we knew of his tragic passing, the mayor of music was planning on running for (laughs) (laughs) re-election. Which song makes for the better campaign song? (laughs) Well, Ben, now he's gone. Now he's gone. We're going to miss him when he's gone. gone. But first, Chris... I think it's only right that I um, that I perform this as the mayor of music. Um, So if you'll excuse me, I will. I will do my person who hates the the, the, wahawahar. Just go for it, man. Just, Just do your thing. Do what you gotta. I knew that eventually I'd be able to find a way to get my revenge for what happened here. <laughs> what happened here, Ben? Chris found a way. <laughs> Chris uh, finds, finds a way. A way. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, and you come. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It went a little walk. You just said the subtext of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. It went a little walking on me. Hold on. (laughs) I'm the mayor of music. Oh, and you come crash into me, baby. And I come into you. Hike up your skirt a little more and show your world to me. Oh, I watch you there through the window. And I stare at you. You wear nothing. But you wear it so well. Vote for the mayor of music. Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Just give him a minute. All right. Ben. Well, the mayor got his ticket for the long way round. Uh... And he he wanted us to believe that when he's gone, when he's gone, we're going to miss him when he's gone. But we don't. But that's what he thought. And that's why it was his campaign slogan. And also, he didn't admit to, to voyeurism. <laughs> yeah, Ben gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> 
you staring in our windows, Chris? There's a reason he had to die. I'm not saying that that campaign wouldn't work for some voters in our current political climate, but it definitely doesn't work for this voter. I guess it's your prerogative to choose. Damn straight. (sighs) (laughs) Right. That's the end of the first round. (laughs) Crash into me. I can't, I don't have as good a mayor music. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah, it's. I, I'm kind of sad that we killed him now. I'm not. I guess maybe I'll have to kind of perform him as a character now. Well, also, ghosts do pop up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Ghost Bunker Three: The Mayor's Revenge. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you fucked with the wrong ghost. Don't don't ruin the material this early, Ben. It's only March. <laughs> All right, the next match is Jafar versus Ben. I'm also not tying myself into doing the mayor voice for a whole episode. <laughs> Nor should you. <laughs> All right, Chris, go ahead and draw a criteria. Okay. And I will take a Childish Gambino. This is America. And I will take Going Invisible 2 by the Mountain Goats. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh the the questions <laughs> the questions today are just so on point. Hooray, your team is going to the state championships. <laughs> <laughs> Why should your song be the pump up song? <laughs> because my team is the US Olympic team. And this is America. U.S. Olympic team is going to state championships? Actually, I've just heard rumors that they're canceling the Olympics because of the coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, that was the plot <laughs> of Akira. Well, and uh, uh, Rainbow Six. Also Rainbow Six? Yeah. Canceling the Olympics. I'm sure it's also a, a Doctor Who episode or two. Yeah. Um, this is so weird. I just Googled for the lyrics, and it says that the song is by Donald Glover. Not yeah. by Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah. Did he perform that as Donald Glover? I mean, it's just, it's a writing credit. This so. is Google. Yeah. Also, he's retiring the Childish Gambino persona, so it really? might be related to that. Yeah, he announced that after a while ago, like a year and a half ago, that his tour last year was going to be the last Childish tour. He was huh. retiring the... Uh, the persona or the name, as it were. And just being... Uh, Donald Glover, Don presumably. Glover. Yeah, Mostly he goes by Dong Glover. Yeah, that's that's a reference to some of his lyrics. Well, it's also a, a, a reference to when he got on Twitter. Yeah, He was at Don Glover and was like, why is everybody also getting a bunch of uh, male sex Twitter <laughs> recommendations when they uh, subscribe to me? Because... Don Glover is Don Glover. That's, yeah. Man. He's lucky he found it out when he got on Twitter and not somebody figured it out in middle school. Yeah. I mean, presumably. But yeah, um, party anthem. We want a party. Party just for you. We want the money. Money just for you. I know you want a party. Party just for free. Girl, you got me dancing. Dancing, shake the frame. Yeah. We We just want a party. Party just for you, yeah. Yes, because that's a t- that's representative of the whole song. 
Totally. Yeah. Because like, the last the last verse isn't you just a black man in this world, you just a barcode, eh? <laughs> yeah, you know, there's totally nothing, you know, in there other than that. Hunted bands, hunted bands, hunted bands, contraband, contraband, contraband. Yeah, police be tripping now. You know, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. Okay. Ben. Well, we're going to states and we're the underdogs. <laughs> And you know what? We're just going to tear the whole system down. Because we're going to burn it all down today. The, oh, the, the, oh, that's chorus, the chorus to uh, Going Invisible 2 is just, I'm going to burn it all down today. If you <laughs> down don't, today, okay. <laughs> if you don't say, that was a lyric from the song, then they won't know, Ben. Okay. You have to... I'm going to burn it all down today. Down today, okay. I'm gonna burn it all down today. Sweep all the ashes away. Neither. Also, their novelty is coming because we're invisible. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> so we're looking for a song that gets you pumped. Yeah. Before the big game. Before the big game. Yeah. Match whatever. I'm assuming this is hockey. It was not hockey in my head. Oh. Just because I know hockey teams use weird songs as rally songs. I mean, the same can be said for baseball, just their older weird songs. True. It actually is about every college fight song ever. Well, but like, I know last year the uh, St. Louis Blues, their song was Gloria. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, last year, somebody, I forget who, in baseball, their batter uh, walk-up music was Baby Shark. So <laughs> It's basically just professional wrestling out there. Oh, it's great. I love it. Well, <clears throat> after deliberating, uh, while neither of these really get me super pumped... I think that um, I think that this is America takes this one for being at least not the mountain goats when it comes to being <laughs> a pump song. The mountain goats are not pump music, not feel good music. <laughs> Self-described play those that depressing mountain goats music last week. That's true. I would say that in most cases the mountain goats are solidly feel bad music. Yeah. <clears throat> Even like my favorite song, a song that is like foundational to like my life the last couple of years, um, <clears throat> this year is arguably pretty devastating. Because it, yeah. it's, it's about making it through the next year if it kills you. But I think that the subtext is it's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's about a kid whose dad beats him and stuff. There's. Some not happy things in that song. Yeah. Well, the there, there is one happy thing in that song, and that is that there is feasting and dancing. It's true. In Jerusalem. Also, you go to an arcade. Oh, hey, that's fun. Oh, and a girl named Kathy wants a little bit of my time. Yeah. It's hard, you know. Uh, something else that we want a little bit of our time is the next match, which is Chris versus Jafar. All right, Chris, what you got? That was not a good segue. <laughs> that segue needs some repairs. 
<laughs> Much like the car in the aforementioned song. <clears throat> I'm going to choose uh, Something May Catch Fire by Chuck Reagan. All right. And I'm going to go with My Shot by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ooh. What terrible thing did someone do to your song and put on YouTube? Chris? This is a reference to if anybody has ever seen the sort of weird remixes where it's, you know, <coughs> has someone taken the best by the Foo, or the best by Foo Fighters, but it's just the be- the lyrics the best over and over and again? Or I know they've done similar ones with All Star. Oh, yeah. Somebody once told me somebody, or it's like with the one where every word's replaced with shed and stuff. Yeah. The one where it's one of somebody, uh, somebody, yeah. somebody, somebody, somebody. That's not the worst one. <clears throat> the worst one is that the whole thing's off by one syllable. Some somebody once told me the world was gonna <laughs> roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool. In the shed, she was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her forehead. <laughs> oh, God. And, yeah, it's, it's mine. It's, if you want to like, do something that's good for your brain, just pick a random song and do that to it. It sucks. <laughs> but it's really good for making your mind limber. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Just to, uh, to to enumerate the chorus of the song, um, which you may or may not have heard, um, we can do some damage for the hours handed uh, to us, baby. Shake it up and maybe something may, something may catch fire, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'm anticipating is on YouTube, um, it's something may catch fire, but something actually catches fire. And that is... Your computer. We've put a virus into the YouTube video, and when you watch it, your CPU overheats and explodes, and your computer catches fire. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I was just expecting it to be like a super cut of people being, oh, unexpected fire somewhere. I was going to be like... This is a bit more insidious. Maybe (laughs) maybe this is like... Maybe the outtake of a music video that some kids out in like a rural town tried to make for this video where like the big scene during the chorus is like one of them tossing a bottle of gasoline into a fire and then they all catch on fire. But (laughs) but that felt a little too dark for this episode. We need some levity here. So instead, your computer just explode. Okay. Your computer explode, catch fire, Ben. Something something may, something did. Your computer. Explode, catch fire. Explode, catch fire. All right, Jafar. All right. Um, so, um, a little table setting. Uh, my favorite type of YouTube video is this song, but this contradicting statement. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, uh, what we're going to do is it's uh, my shot, but he throws away the shot. <laughs> and what we're going to do is the video is going to be kids throwing a nerf ball back and forth one of those whistler nerf balls uh-huh. and whenever he says i'm not throwing away my they throw it and the shots replaced with the whistle going far away okay. so it's like he's literally it's throwing away the shot so i'm not throwing away my 
I'm not throwing away my. <laughs> Yo, I'm young. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, just like my country, and I'm not throwing away my. This seems more along the lines of, oh, what is the. Uh, I really hope the mic picked up my terrible whistle. Yeah. <laughs> I forget the name of the song, but it's the all I want to do is boom, win, boom, win, boom, win, boom. no matter what. No, no. And, and, ch- ch- and, and, and stake your, your money. money. That song, they, they redid oh, it. Oh, MIA? Yeah. But yeah. they redid it where every shot was a full musket reload and fire. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so all I want to do is boom. <laughs> Powder. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 10 yep. minute video yeah yep. if yep, i remember right that. along the same lines no that is exactly this foursome channeling here i'm kind of I, I was hoping that it would be like um my, <laughs> my shot but he does throw away a shot and it's just i am not throwing away my shot oh fuck oh see i thought it would just be like i'm throwing away my shot just <laughs> cut out the knot each time <laughs> Just, I'm throwing away my shot, and that's the end. Just like yes. six second video. <laughs> and then it's just like a cartoon of him, like on the boat back. <laughs> <laughs> See, and here's, I think here's the underlying difference. Jafar, your video, it created a, a community of people making reaction videos. Chris has made my computer explode. So Chris wins. <laughs> <laughs> My computer catch fire and explode. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Sometimes your computer catch fire and explode. What happened to her? <laughs> I watch YouTube and my computer explode. All right. The last match before the finals is Ben versus Chris. All right. And I'm going to take my picks to that old town road. I'm going to draft till I can't no more, which is five. You can only take five. Yeah. All right. Old Town Road. I'm going to drink some Tennessee whiskey. Okay. There's nothing more 2010s than a genre swap. Change up your song's genre. Most interesting pitch wins. Ben, I'm expecting two from you. Okay. Because <laughs> he already has two genres. Yeah, your song has two genres. Famously, has two genres. So <laughs> I need what song it, what genre it is, and then what it's also co-opting. Okay. Neither of which can be country or hip hop. Right. So uh, something that I've actually been starting to enjoy a lot recently. Uh, which I know I'm coming late to the party, but I've really been enjoying uh, listening to uh, music inspired by Vaporwave. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Have I not given you my playlist for this? No. I have a Vaporwave playlist I'll send I, you. I have a few, but uh, I've been very much enjoying it. And I am now in, in my head. It starts off as a, uh, a Vaporwave sounding uh, cover of Old Town Road. Okay, this exists. Yes, but the twist that makes it different, it then becomes a uh, a filk song. Are uh, you familiar with filk? Filk? Yes. I'm guessing that's some variation of folk music? It is fi-folk. It is sci-fi folk music. If you've ever heard... Uh, 
I, our friend Jordan has a lot of these songs, and then uh, there is a band I really like. So, so basically, Firefly the music genre? Basically. Okay. Uh, there's a band called Future Folk that I really, really like. That is their, their style of music. It is folk music that is about space things. Okay. So, like, how hard it life is farming for space worms. Okay. Um, <laughs> Or just, uh, hey, this so is a, this how is a does love song. how does Old Country Road become a filk vaporware song? Well, I'm gonna fly my ship <clears throat> to that old, uh, uh, that old uh, warp corridor. I'm gonna fly till I can't no more. Okay. But it's also got, along with the the folk influences of a filk song, it's got the the chunky synth and uh 80s inspired sound effects that also make you feel like you're in the cockpit of an 80s sci-fi uh spaceship where everything is switches and uh it sounds like basically anything you're doing sounds like you're messing with a cassette tape (laughs) it's like closing uh closing the cassette and like turning all the dials and flicking all the switches (laughs) as you uh you, you set your course to that old town road. Gonna fly till you can't no more. Yeah, Space Helmet by Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, Tennessee whiskey. Um, kind of more or less country. It's a specific flavor of country that's not quite as, like, high polish, twangy. Um, it's like, for lack of a better word, like kind of, um, not an affected country, but it's not stadium. Country. Yeah. It's not stadium mm-hmm. country. Yeah. I, I like this, this kind of country a little bit more than, well, not a lot more than regular country. Well, I mean, <laughs> country itself is very formless as a genre. It, you, if you were trying to detra- define country as a, a genre, you'd go twang <laughs> like if you're yeah. if you're really trying to encompass all of country i think so yeah so so i think what ends up happening is that you have like like basically different schools of country that well are yeah it, well it's changed ge- so much yeah over the years but you have right now essentially like geographic country so you have like Texas country, which is kind of like a little bit more old fashioned. Oh, okay. You've got like Florida country, like Zach Brown. Um, and then you've got Florida Georgia line country, like Florida Georgia line. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Kansas. <laughs> but then, like Kansas. But then you have like <laughs> country music coming out of Nashville uh, tends to be a little bit more rough, a little bit more raw, a little bit more authentic to my taste, at least. But um, we're not here to make a, another country song. Nope. You, you know what we are here to make? We're here to make a hip hop song. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get the weekend and Daft Punk back together. And I'm kind of seeing Tennessee whiskey as like like a chilled out, more maybe like minor key kind of deal. Like so like used to spend my nights out in a bar room. Liquor was the only love I've known. Ah fuck. <clears throat> Let me let me catch my like actual tonality for a second. 
I wish I could just play a beat or something. Can you? Can one of you guys beatbox for me? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, beatbox? Can, can we? Maybe. Should we? No. Definitely not. Uh, but yeah, but like I'm feeling... Oh, thank you. Oh, the worst harmonica ever. The worst guest star this podcast has ever had. So the like the the big like melodic idea of Tennessee whiskey is the runs on the words like smooth, sweet, warm in the in the uh the chorus like you're as smooth yeah. as Tennessee whiskey. So How I, do you do that? So in, in hip hop with no <laughs> in, runs. Instead, you just let it like you let it sit. So you're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey, sweet as strawberry wine, warm as a glass of brandy and honey. I stay stoned on your love all the time. Just like, all right. Ben gets the point. Uh, mostly because I can actually hear the full version of his song in my head and I want to make it like I want to record this. I, I was very happy when I thought, oh, a Vaporwave Filk song. <laughs> yeah, like, that second chorus, like, is ripe for alteration. And I'm interested to see what we do with the second verse, rather. Yeah. All right, so Ben gets the point. Which leaves the finals to be Ben versus Jaffer. All right. Okay. <clears throat> And I will go with Cups by Anna Kendrick. All right. I will also leave one on the table, and I think I'm going to go with My Shop by Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) Did you know what was left on the table in terms of criteria? What's left on the table in terms of criteria? A popular show on Broadway these days is taking an album from 20 years ago and making it into a musical. Give us the lyrical title of your future musical and a quick pitch of the plot. So mine is called Pitch Perfect. (laughs) 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 It's about Anna Kendrick leading a a show choir. (laughs) Okay, Jafar? Yours is called Hamilton. <laughs> it's about Alexander Hamilton. It's about Alexander Hamilton. The guy from the $10 bill? Yeah, yes, the one in the same. Cool. Hamilton wins. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is Hamilton's box office versus the three Pitch Perfect movies? He hasn't even written a single Oh, uh, why don't we ask that in November after it comes uh, out? No, we're asking it now. <laughs> uh, we are drafting this now. And uh, also, they okay. They haven't made Hamilton 2. They haven't even, you know, when are they going to make Hamilton 2? I actually uh, thought, what would Hamilton 2 be? Because I've actually got a pitch for that. No. Um, (laughs) No, you do not. I do have a, I'm not going to throw you away this shot, Chris. It's like, Um, there cannot be a Romeo and Juliet 2. Yes, there is. It's called Fair Verona. It was out uh, in 2017. (laughs) So uh, Hamilton 2 is not about Alexander Hamilton or his family at all. Okay. Hamilton 2 is going to be about a character in Hamilton who got very little screen time. John Adams, and it's going to be about him and his son, and we're going to call it Adams to Adams. <laughs> so I get the point now. <laughs> Lin Manuel's still writing it. Okay, hold. We're gonna, okay. okay we're, we are. We're taking. We're taking this. This topic here. We're tearing this up, and I want to hear 
the sequel. I want to hear you pitch the sequel to your musical. So it's Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, <laughs> after winning uh, the <laughs> the college acapella competition. Do you want to lose, Ben? <laughs> I, want, I want to hear Pitch Perfect Tokyo Drift, okay? Take us outside the main line. Give us something, something weird and unexpected. Well, as unexpected things go, oh, our, we don't have anything to do with our running series? Send them to Japan is about as old hat as it gets. I mean, the Bad News Bears did it. Uh, three Ninjas did it. Uh, I believe the Police Academies did it. Uh, but uh, so one of the underlying themes of the the Pitch Perfect movies that I very, very much enjoy is that Anna Kendrick's character is trying to get into the world of music producing. And uh, it's actually very funny. In the second uh, film, she gets an internship working for Keegan-Michael Key and producing a Snoop Dogg album. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really, really funny. Uh, but one thing you could do is segue from the acapella competition world to the music producing world. And we've got an Anna Kendrick who has now completed her college. She's in the music producing world. And she used, she's an acapella champion. And everything now is so overproduced that uh, imperfections and live performance is seen as unacceptable. It has to be absolutely perfect. And she chafes against this and... As we see in the the original, the first uh, time she performs Cups, it's very, very stripped down. It's not, uh, it's recorded just like it would be if somebody was sitting down on a stage, you know, doing cup percussion. It's, it's entrancing because it is real. And that becomes her crusade through the music producing world. All right. I'm sticking with Adams to Adams. So <laughs> okay. um, it can start off um, on, I think it's King George's third or fourth reprise where he uh, references John Adams becoming president and he throws some shade. It's like, oh, that short guy. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, that's where we start. Um, and we get a little bit of him as president. Um, we can bring back um, everyone's favorite characters from Hamilton in auxiliary roles. You know, Jefferson would be around. Obviously, um, Hamilton is, we can have him make a cameo. It's, I want this all in the same style, still written by Lin-Manuel. And then we can focus on Adam's relationship as a father with his son, John Quincy. And we can kind of see the, um, how opposed that is compared to Hamilton and his son and how much uh, influence one had on the other's life. That it, it mirrors each other in a lot of ways. You know, they both died in duels for Hamilton and... Adams, they both grew up to be presidents. I know Keith is like yelling right now, all kinds of stuff that I wish I could think of, and I <laughs> wish I could hear you, Keith. I really wish I had a time machine to hear you as you're listening to this, yelling this stuff at me right now that's better. Um, but I'll make sure I throw in something about John Quincy Adams skinny dipping in the Potomac just for you right now. Potomac. Potomac, sorry. Um, sorry, that I was channeling Keith right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I appreciate it because I could really use him right now. <laughs> um, but I think that it's... Um, it's two people who are kind of forgotten about in American history that were around during one of the most important times of American history. And I think it's ripe for some interpretation. 
Hmm. I mean, I do love John Quincy Adams. Yeah. He might be my favorite president after Lincoln. Who? This is a tough one. I think I've said that about every decision I've had to make today. (laughs) Yep, Hamilton wins. I think that historical fiction, uh, yeah, historical, I guess not historical fiction, historical-based Broadway musicals are something that I really want to see more of, um, and I... I don't know if Adams to Adams. Uh, uh, title subject to change. <laughs> funk to funky. <laughs> Adams to Adams. Funk, funk to funky. funky. It's all Bowie songs. <laughs> oh, we know take Je- me away. We know Ben Franklin's a junkie. <laughs> strung out in Paris far away. <clears throat> um, so yeah, congratulations to Jafair. All right. So I'll get to uh, have the first band pick. But Ben, you picked a topic for next week. Yes, I do. Ben, Ben, we have an important duty here. We have a very important duty. We are not drafting constitutions. We have to draft a constitution for the town of music or it will never, it will cease to be incorporated. Ben, do you want to force the town of music to be disincorporated? Yes, I do. And you know why? Why? Because I'm a villain. Are we, are we drafting villains? Next week we are drafting villains. I think that you're a villain. That was one thing that always... Okay, a reference that stick, stuck with me that I know no one else cared about. The film The Great Muppet Caper, the bad guy announces, I'm a villain. And it's just, even as a little kid, I'm like, that's really on the nose. Okay, Henson Studios. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I can tell he's a bad guy because he's doing a diamond heist. He doesn't need to say, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did. <coughs> maybe it wasn't for you, Ben. Maybe it wasn't for the audience. Maybe it was for him. It was It was for Miss Piggy. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Well, I guess that we should uh, give thanks for our theme song, How It Feels, by the wonderful kickstand band. Although I don't know how they'll survive, because all music is now in danger, because Ben has left the town of music disincorporated. I propose and vote, move for a devotion to vote that the kickstand band is now the mayor of Music Town. Music will live on through them. Co-mayors. The kickstand uh, band is now okay. Yeah, yes. Okay, I'll I'll let them know. Okay, and feel free to shoot an email at drafttheuniverse@gmail.com. Let us know uh, what you think we should be drafting in our next hundred episodes, or who should be the new mayor of music. We it's the kickstand band. We already we voted. Well, you can email your votes. Kickstand band, yes. Kickstand band, yes. Those are the two options. Fantastic. Also at Twitter, uh, Twitter at drafttheverse rather. Facebook.com slash Draft the Universe, where you can go to engage with us and see Keith ramble on about all the brilliant ideas for a John Adams, John Quincy Adams musical that I couldn't think of. 
<laughs> Nunchucks. Ah. ah.